All right. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another day of Saber Sims DFS Office Hours. It is Saturday, February 17th of 2024 here. Apologies with the late start here. Was running into some technical issues, but those seem to all be resolved now. So looking ahead, we have NHL literally all day. There are 13 games spread out across the day. There's an early slate. There's a main slate. Uh, there is some other slate as well. There's an afternoon and a late slate. So you have one, two, three, four, five total NHL classic slates. So for you hockey grinders, going to be a fun day there. Uh, we have Xfinity later this afternoon. And then we also have a 12 fight MMA card. So it should be a fun day of DFS. For those of you who are new here, welcome. My name is Andrew. I'm one of the coaches over here at SaberSim. This is a show where we go over how to use the SaberSim app, answer any and all DFS related questions. You get your questions in one of three ways here. First off, send us an email, support at sabersim.com. Second, post it live in the YouTube chat. Third way, post it in the Office Hours channel in our Discord server. If you're not in our Discord and want to get access to that channel, there is a link in the description of this video. You also get access to our similar channels, individual support channels, and you get access to the rest of the Sabersim team here. So can't say enough good things about the Discord. But with that said, going to get the app pulled up. And we are going to jump right into questions here that came in. So looks like our first question here came in from Pat. And the question says, for sports like college basketball, where we input projections, can you explain how the normal randomness options work? I understand the distribution itself. Just was curious what each option offered. Okay, so let's jump over here. So yeah, so like for something like college basketball, we have the slates up here in the app, but we don't have simulations, so we don't have projections. So the optimizer is operating like a traditional optimizer where it is assuming that all the players are normally distributed and then it is taking your point projection as an input here. So when you come over to the build settings, you're going to see that the build mode is on optimizer mode. You can't switch it to sim mode. And then when you come down to randomness, you have a couple options, right? You have uniform ram randomness and normal randomness. If you hover over this eye icon, you're going to see it'll say use this option if you want to upload a custom value for each player's range of values. And then it says you could do this the same way you upload projections and ownership. So when you go to uniform, you just put in a percentage. It's assuming that the players are all normally distributed and that they have an equal outcome of being above or below their mean value here as opposed to when you go to normal you can go to custom and then you can select a source an upload source here so what i would do you, you just have a couple options here so global custom uh saberson but it, when you switch to normal the main one that you're going to be using is custom here and then you have to upload this as custom data so it says no custom data uploaded so what you would have to do is go to your upload option here and then either upload a csv copy and paste it in but basically one of your columns is going to have that information and then when you go to save your information in this upload screen you're going to go to add custom column and then you can even rename it if you want so you could just say uh you know my my distribution or you know my range of outcomes or whatever you want to name it. You can just name it whatever you want. That'll get saved as a column in the app here. 
And then when you go to this select source, it'll be your range of outcomes for the player here or your randomness. So however, however you want to do that, but that's what normal gives you. Uniform is just going to give you the option to just put it in percentage and, you know, above or below the average value here. So that is what you're working with when it comes to uh, sports that we do not have Sims for. All right. Next question here. Question says, I have the ultimate plan and I notice on MMA, there is takedown strikes control columns. Is this only for ultimate? Because I don't re recall seeing it when I had standard. Also, are those column projections averages for the fighters? Good question. So the detailed stats are going to be available on both the pro and ultimate subscriptions. Uh, so when you come over here to the right-hand side, beyond percentiles, you're going to see things like Quick win percent, strikes, significant strikes, knockdowns, etc. You're going to see this for other sports too, like for basketball. You're going to see assists, turnovers, rebounds, steals, blocks. So all of these detailed stats are available on those two subscriptions. And what these are is these are the sum or the, the average that the fighters achieved throughout our game sims. So like we're simulating a fight you know, 5,000 times. And on average, you know, Anthony Hernandez had 0.22 knockdowns per fight. So what we do is we sum up all of their knockdowns and then we divide it by the number of simulations of the fight we have. And then we get this mean knockdown. So these are the mean totals for all of these different stats across all of our fight simulations. And then that is the same way across the board. So that is what these are summarizing and just reading your question one more time here. Um, it looks like there are no more questions on that option. So let me know if you have any follow-up there. Uh, those are all of our questions here at the moment. Um, I did start the show late, so I don't want to end it so early because I feel bad, but I think it's like a good opportunity to say, Hey, if you are playing a new sport for the first time with NBA being on all-star break, with NFL being uh, over now, you know, how do you kind of approach some of these things? So we have a good video here where it kind of gives you like some sport agnostic like strategy. So how to learn a new DFS sport would highly recommend checking out this video, especially this time of year. And then just before I go any further, just want to let you guys know if you guys have any more questions, now's a good time to get them in. But I'm going to build some lineups for NHL here just to kind of show you guys like how I would go about this. So Let's say that I'm just going to play, you know, the, the NHL main slate later this afternoon, just nice, you know, six game slate. I'm going to log in here. I'm going to go to my projections. First thing I'm going to do if I'm playing on DraftKings is just make a very small projection adjustment. You need to make two adjustments to unlock the build lineups option here. So let me just go one step back. So when I make one adjustment, build lineups is grayed out. After I make two adjustments, I'm literally just adjusting to the 0.01 uh, to their projection, which is just a minor, minor change here. So then build lineups gets unlocked. You know, I don't really know anything about NHL that much. So why am I going to spend a bunch of time, you know, tinkering with things I don't understand, right? Let the builder handle those things. I think one thing that you can come in here and do is look at your sliders, right? Okay. Hey, correlation is moderate. So that means correlation is kind of important, right? If I want to go and click on a player and just kind of see what the, standard correlation values are for this sport and players within the sport. Okay. You know, they're decently high, right? 0 0.26, 0 0.25, 0 0.21. 
Um, I can look at his distribution real quick. Like, okay, hey, this isn't like the most normally distributed graph. So variance might be like a little bit higher in a sport like hockey. You could also look at the adjusted ownership just at a glance here. Like, hey, if I look at the highest projected guys, you know, their adjusted ownership is typically higher than their Sabersim ownership. So when the adjusted ownership is higher, that's going to tell you, hey, these plays are a little bit higher variance. When these numbers are equal or when adjusted ownership is lower, that, that means that those players are a little bit more likely to achieve their outcome. So a couple of things I've taken away just from this. Based on the sliders, correlation is important. I confirmed that by checking the correlation values. And then I looked at the player range of outcomes. I just, you know, sample sized one. I just looked at one person and then I looked at their adjusted ownership and kind of confirmed, okay, range of outcomes are kind of wide here. So correlation is important. Range of outcomes can be, uh, you know, wide. So be careful having too much exposure to any one individual player. So those are my two takeaways so far, just from things that I've seen here in the app. So now I'm going to build my lineups. And I am going to uh, set up a contest sim here. So I'm, I'm going to go to my contest tab. I'm going to go to all contests. Maybe I am playing the $1.20 max, the hip check. So I'm going to right-click on the contest. Saber Sim is going to set up my contest sim appropriately. Going to go over to build one. So if you're not on ultimate, I would stick with Saber Score at this point. If you are on ultimate, I would run your contest sim. Ultimately, the contest sim is a way to get additional sorting metrics. So you just need to go with whatever sorting metric uh, works for you here. So while the contest sim is running, I'm just going to scroll over a little bit. I always like to see my exposure pool and leverage columns. So then now that the contest sim has run, I'm going to change my sorting metric to our recommended risk-adjusted ROI. And then I'm going to scroll down. I always like to see the last lineup in my set here. And then I'm going to start uh, you know, analyzing this a little bit, right? So, okay, so highest exposures are like 70%, 65 uh, some pretty high leverages here, right? So just looking at some of these things. Pretty much what I'm going to do is I'm just going to automatically start adjusting my min uniques and I'm just going to pick a number. So I, I picked four. That only took us to line up 38. Still positive similar ROI. So I'm going to go further. Okay, five gets us to 53. These ownerships are coming. These exposures are coming down. These leverages are coming down. Okay, let's see if we can get to six. Okay, six looks pretty good. We're at lineup 138. You know, nobody more than 50% in our pool. So this kind of fits, right? This high been unique because we saw that range of outcomes were super wide for hockey. So that means that, you know, a lot of players can, can do good and you probably don't want too much exposure to like any one particular player based on that as well. So now that mini uniques of seven, I'm approaching a neutral sim ROI. I don't have anybody more than 35% owned in my pool. Now I would kind of decide Hey, you know, am I, do I want seven or do I want six at this point? Um, one thing I might take into account is like, okay, at six mini uniques, I have 72 players in my player pool. At seven mini uniques, I have 87. So there is a jump here. And then my top exposures at six are 50%, 45%, and then 35. And then at seven, it's uh, the highest is 35 and then 25. So, you know, I, I think it's like fine to go either way here. If you want to be like a little more leveraged, I would probably like stay at six here. If you want to be a little bit flatter, maybe it's like your first time playing, you want to kind of get more spread out. You know, seven is okay too. I think both are fine options, but 
at this point, you know, I'd be happy with, with whatever one you decide to go with here. And then I would save to my contest and I would, I would submit those. Right. So beyond, you know, after the contest plays, especially if you're new to the sport, I would make sure to come in here, you know, the next day, go to the contest tab and then go and look at how these lineups went in contest flashback. So say that, you know, um, the contest ends, you know, I come into flashback, I pick my contest and then I'm going to go and I'm going to look in the users tab and then go and see, Hey, you know, how did my lineups do? And then kind of, you know, start to create a process from there. But overall, you know, that is the process that I would follow playing a new sport. And I, I think that, you know, that could work for really any sport. All right. Good questions there. Happy to do a quick demo. Sion asked, if I wanted more of a fighter, would I just change the min or my own? So you would change the minimum exposure. So my ownership, this is the projected ownership in the contest. So this is saying, hey, we think on average about 20% of lineups are going to have Alex Ovechkin in them. If you want to change the number of Ovechkin, the number of lineups Ovechkin is in in your set, you would do that in the minimum exposure column. And then if you wanted to cap it, you would do it in the maximum exposure column. So the exposures are going to be how often is this player in your lineups? All right. Uh, M. Dumbluski asked, will NASCAR be in contest flashback? So yes, it will be. I don't know if they are going to get updated on a day-to-day -day basis. So like if we went into yesterday for, for trucks here, you know, I'm not sure if trucks are going to load. It doesn't look like they're loaded. So this probably is going to work the same way golf does. So like if you guys play golf, um, the showdowns don't get loaded the day after. Everything gets loaded at the end of the tournament. I have a feeling that NASCAR is going to be similar where trucks, Xfinity, and Cup are all going to get loaded after all three are over. So those are just like some, some early season things that we need to like work out like on the technical side. But right now I'm almost positive trucks, Xfinity and cup will all be available in contest flashback on Monday. So be on the lookout for those and sorry for the delay in the meantime. All right. Louis said, is there a place I can download a college basketball projection CSV file for free? Um, I don't know about that. You would have to like search the internet. I do know I'm, I'm almost positive. Our partners over at run pure sports have projections for college basketball. They are probably behind a paywall, but, um, you know, I, I would, I would assume that, you know, if they were free, then they're probably not as good as projections that you have to pay for. So kind of get what you pay for in, in that regard there, but I'm not aware of any free college basketball projections and um, the only ones I know of are at run pure. So other than that, we are all caught up with questions here. Appreciate you guys hanging out with me on a Saturday here. Sorry for the late show, a little bit of issues here, but those are all resolved. So until Monday, everybody, I will see you guys at 4 PM Eastern on Monday. So until then, take care. Good luck. I'll see you all. Thanks. Bye.